0: Welcome to the First Assembly podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's message and find encouragement through the Holy Spirit. Come on, pray with me one more time. Father, thank you for this amazing day that you have given us to live in your presence and to be together as we worship you and we lift your name in this place. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are actively raising us you are at work in every life and you are moving us forward in all of your goodness we give you praise we give you all the glory we give you all of our adoration and attention this morning because you are worthy we love you lord and we pray that you would grace us and anoint this time as we go to your word and reflect and and get excited about where you are leading us in jesus name Amen, amen. Come on, give somebody a high five, a fist bump on your way down. Just say hi one more time. Welcome to Vision Sunday. Welcome to Vision Sunday. I'm excited today. Are you excited to be here? Do you sense the presence of God and just the joy in this place? I just want to welcome you, too. If you're joining us online today, thank you for being a part of this gathering wherever you are. And as I mentioned, it's Vis- Vision Sunday. And if you are new to church or you've been coming just over the last few uh, months, about once a year we take a Sunday where we look back and we reflect on all that God has done over the past year, about a, over the last year or so. And then we look forward to where God is calling us towards the end of the year and into next year. And so this is Vision Sunday Sunday. And uh, we're going to be looking at some things that God has done over this last year. And God has blessed us, First Assembly. Uh, we've gone through a couple of big years, but I would say that by the grace of God as a church, not only did we survive the storm, but I believe that by His grace, we have been thriving in the storm. We did not shut down, we continued to move forward. God enabled us to. Start new ministries and reaching our city. First, FA Cares and online ministry. And, and we committed to praying and to continuing to worship together and meet together as much as we possibly could. And I believe that the Lord is moving us into even greener pastures and greater days. Can somebody say, thank you, Lord. Having said that, I know it has been a challenging year for many people. A challenging couple of years, even. Uh, This past year has not been a year without some setbacks, too. Some difficulties that we have endured. Some dark valleys and some hard times. And maybe some of you today, you're still walking through some of those valleys. Some of those difficulties and some of those hard times. If you have a Bible today, Ezekiel chapter 37, it's going to be our text And just for a few moments before we get into some reflection and get into some celebration of where we're going, I have a word for you today. I believe that it is a call to where we are going as a church, but I also believe that it speaks of God's faithfulness over this past season. And I believe it's going to stir fresh vision in you today. It's going to move us together as a church, but I believe God's going to speak to you today and help you, whether you're in a valley now or whether you're going to be in a valley in the future. I believe we can look to the word of God. And here's the title of the message today for this Vision Sunday. It's come alive and dream again. I feel like the Lord is saying, church, come alive and dream again. It's easy to stop dreaming when times are difficult, when things get hard, but it's time to come alive and dream again. Ezekiel chapter 37, the prophet Ezekiel, God takes him and shows him a vision, and it says at the top of the chapter that the hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, and he set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones." And then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And so I answered, O Lord God, only you know, only you know. You see, in this vision, God takes the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel and he shows him a valley of dry bones. And this valley is a wasteland. It it looks like a military has gone through and there are not just dead bodies, there are bones everywhere. And there's not just bones, they are dry bones. It's a hopeless situation. And it says in this chapter that these bones represent the household of Israel. In other words, the people of God who have lost, lost hope. They've lost their vision. They've, they've lost the zeal of following God because they're in such a desolate place. They're in captivity. They, they are in a place they don't want to be. They're in a place where they have lost their vision and lost their hope. They have been captured away from their precious Jerusalem and they've been taken captive. But God promises them in this dark and broken time that anything is still possible. And I want to call you today, and I want to call us as a church today, that no matter how dark and broken and and messed up this world is that we are living in today, that nothing is impossible with our God. He is still moving. He is still breathing. He is still activating his church. He is still moving deeply in your life. No matter what situation is happening, no matter how dark or bleak or dry it looks in your life and in your circumstance, God is about to breathe fresh upon us as we look ahead. You see, they had better days, but God was promising resurrection. I love the question that God asks Ezekiel. God asks him, he says, you see all these bones, they're dry, everything's hopeless. He says, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And you know, when God asks us a question, it's not because God doesn't know the answer. How many know that? It's so that we'll search our hearts. And I love Ezekiel's answer because it's very honest. It's very honest. He, he didn't answer and say, well, God, you know, I believe, you know, name it and claim it. You can do anything, Lord. Hallelujah. He didn't get all religious or preachy. He just said, God, this looks hopeless, but God only you know. Just that, he, it's all he could muster up. Just a little bit of like, God, this looks pretty bad, but I believe that you're at work. I believe you can do something. I believe that you're still God, even in the middle of hopelessness. I believe that you can still come through. God, this looks bad, but I, I just got a little bit of faith inside of me, just a little bit. Not a lot of faith, God, but just a little bit that I believe you can do anything, you can do the impossible. You know, I think that's what God is looking for from us today, is just a little bit of faith. Jesus talked about even a mustard seed of faith, just a tiny kernel of faith. Can you muster up a mustard seed of faith? Can you can you somehow just get a little bit of faith? Can you just bring your loaves and your fishes to the Lord and just say, I just got a little bit, but I'm offering it to you? And it's amazing what God can do. God can do so much with a little. I want to encourage you, wherever you are today, maybe you're so discouraged, maybe somebody just dragged you to church, maybe you're just like, I've never, I never even planned to be here today. Can I just encourage you that even in this moment, let the Holy Spirit stir your heart, let him awaken something fresh in you, and let him just stir just even a little bit, and even as you move just a little bit today towards God, God is going to meet you in the supernatural. He's still raising you, he's still resurrecting us, he's still calling us from where we are, and he's moving us where he calls us to be. Everything and anything is possible with our God. And I'm here to remind us today, and he's calling us to come alive and to dream again wherever we are in our lives. The church in Canada has been challenging. Some people have been getting disconnected, dislocated, disorientated, deconstructing. Maybe for some of you it's been a hard season. It's been hopeless. Maybe there's been employment issues. Maybe there's been family crisis. Maybe there's been brokenness. At different levels, loneliness, depression, addiction, whatever it is that you may have been facing over this last year, as we look ahead, we say, yeah, God, we've been thriving as a church, but there's a lot of people in the church that have not been thriving. There's a lot of people that are still in need of a fresh breath of God. God. And even in our thriving, we say, God, we thank you that we are thriving to a certain degree, but we are not thriving to the degree that you have called us to thrive. We thank you, God, that you have kept us alive and you have sustained us and you've been good, but we're not going to stay thankful. We're going to be thankful, but we're not just going to rest in yesterday's blessings. We're going to say, thank you, Lord, that you blessed us to be a blessing. You've continued to sustain us so that we can come alive. We can resurrect again. We can move into the future with faith and with joy and with vision because God, you who began a good work in us, us over this last year, you're going to be faithful, not only to complete it, but to multiply it. You're going to multiply, Lord, what you've started as we offer even just a little bit of faith today. We're going to raise it to you, and you're going to come through. You see, Ezekiel, he cooperated with God in the miracle, and this is what we are called to do. He just mustered up a little bit of faith. He said, Lord, I believe the dead things can come alive. I believe you're a God that can do the impossible. And I believe, friends, that many more miracles are going to take place. We've seen just the beginning, I believe, the first fruits of some miracles that God has done over this past year. And we're going to celebrate those in a minute. But I believe they're all first fruits of where we're going. Come to life and dream again. The first thing God told Ezekiel, I'm just going to give you a few things then we're going to get into some celebration and where we're going. The first thing Ezekiel said is prophesy. This means that we are in the middle of our valley as we enter into a new year, as we're believing God for even greater miraculous breakthroughs. God is calling us like he called Ezekiel to speak his word. So I prophesied as I was commanded. You see, some people think, well, I gotta prophesy. I gotta become a prophet. I gotta go to a class. I gotta go to a conference. I gotta get somebody to blow a shofar at me. I gotta get oil poured on my head can I just put you at ease? You're all called to prophesy. Paul says, I wish you would prophesy. I, w- I wish you proph- I would I prophesy. I think Paul was tired of giving people prophetic words. Just so seek God yourself. I wish you all would prophesy. I'm not the only prophet here, Paul was saying. And prophecy, if you break it right down, it is foretelling and it is foretelling in the scripture. We see that that is right and true, but really it's about speaking God's word. What is the revelation that God has given you? And we can anchor our prophetic voice in God's. Logos, his written word. We can anchor it in the Bible and in the scriptures that we speak faith over our lives. We speak faith over our health. We say, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you have promised me in your word that you would take care of me, you would provide for every one of my needs. I thank you, God, that you called me to be strong and courageous like Joshua because your word says that uh, that I can be strong and I can be courageous. Lord, that your word says that no weapon formed against me will prosper. I thank you that your word says, Lord, that I will never fail. I will never fail because no word from God will ever fail fail. I thank you, Lord, that I have authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. I thank you, God, that I I can overcome and that I have an overcomer and nothing can come against me. I thank you, Lord, God, that you are the sun and shield and you bestow favor and honor on me, your son or your daughter. I thank you, Lord, that I'm more than a conqueror in Christ, that we begin to speak God's word, we begin to prophesy God's word over our family. Father, I thank you for the children that you've given me in my home. I pray, God, your blessing would rest upon them. I pray, Lord, God, for the finances in my situation, in my life. I thank you, Thank you, Lord, that you're paying every bill, that you're, Lord, helping me get out of debt. You're helping, Lord, with new inventions and new creations. That, God, you're going to bless my health and you're going to bring full healing to me. You're going to work with doctors and nurses and all those things. But, Lord, without a supernatural touch from you, and I claim that by your stripes I am healed. This is what it means to live a prophetic life and to speak God's word. And God is calling us to continue to speak God's word. Heal me and I will be healed. Thank you, Lord, that you provide for all my needs. Speak God's word over your life, over your family, over your job, over your car. How many speak God's life over your vehicle sometimes? In Jesus' name, I pray in the name of Jesus that that tie rod problem, that I, I pray in Jesus' name that that, that car, whatever, I don't even know car parts, that wheel, that axle, that alignment, it's all gonna come together in Jesus' name. And Lord, if I can't fix it, a mechanic, you're going to bring the right mechanic to me. I'm going to prophesy you're going to bring the right person. I can be 50% off. And just begin to speak God's word over everything in your life. God's calling us, speak his word. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Get God's word, get his written word in your heart and just proclaim it and speak out every promise of God. Come on, can we do that first assembly? Then what happens is it makes some noise, make some noise. So I prophesied and there was a noise and a sudden rattling. There was a rattle, there was a buzz, there was a noise. You see, because when God begins to move, there's a rattle and there's a buzz. People are going, what is going on there? What is going on in the life of that person? What is going on in that church? What is going on in the city of Calgary? People are going to start talking about Jesus. People are going to start, I thought the church was dying. I thought the church was dead. I read some blog post from some church expert in the United States and they said the church is over and it's never going to resurrect. It's never going to be what it was. We're going to say, yeah, it's not ever going to be what it was. It's going to be something greater than they've ever experienced in their life. It's the church will rise. The church is rising. Why? Because God is a God of resurrection. We're not going to listen to the bad news. We're not, going to, we're, not going to, we're not going to sit in sorrow of what has taken place in the church. And yeah, there are some challenges that are before us and I'm not going to be unrealistic about that. But by his grace, we're going to continue to rise. We're going to continue and there's going to be a buzz and people are going to say, what is going on? I talked to somebody from the church and they were sharing with somebody at their work this fall and they were saying, well, God did this in my life and they were, just, they were just giving testimony to the goodness of God. God helped me here. God did this. And this person at work who doesn't know the Lord, they said, what kind of person are you? They like literally saw, they said, what is going on in your life? It seems like every problem you get, you come back two weeks later and say, well, this is how God helped me. You see, because there's a buzz, there's a rattle, there's a sound, there's a sound. We gotta make some noise. When we prophesy the Word of God, what happens is it gives us boldness to begin to proclaim and to begin to tell people about Jesus. And because when the Word of God goes out, when we encounter the Word of God, we encounter the living Word, when we encounter the living Word, there's a rattle, there's a buzz. When the lady met Jesus at the well, the woman at the well, I mean, she went back to her town and she began to tell people, she began to make some noise. She said, I met a man who knew everything I ever did. She began to tell people in the town. And so as we move forward in the vision, we're gonna speak God's word. we're gonna make some noise, and we're gonna to come together. It says, and the bones came together, bone to bone. This speaks of resurrection. This speaks of you and me as the members of the body of Christ that he's called us to be. That we are living stones. That we, we are being aligned together. And this is what is gonna happen as we move ahead first assembly. We're gonna to come together like we've never come together before in our hearts we're going to be committed to one another we're going to be committed to the local church do not get give up meeting together dads bring your families to church lead your wives lead your homes step in mothers influence lead your families bring them to church get your kids in the presence of God don't just it's okay to miss the odd Sunday here and there you can join us online but get back in the room there's something about being together there's something about coming together there's something about the bones coming together and as we come together we become the church of Jesus Christ we are living stones Jesus being the cornerstone we are not called listen to this we are not called to attend church we are called to be the church We are called to be living stones, bone to bone, coming together. And I believe what God is doing is he's calling us together. And as we move forward, we're going to give opportunity, even in a couple weeks, to relaunch community groups, to, to relaunch ways that you can get connected through growth track, through next steps. We want to help you on your journey. We want to help you become the disciple of Jesus that he's called you to be. And in the coming weeks, we're going to tell you more about what that looks like. And finally... We're gonna contend for the breath of God. Verse nine, also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and they stood up on their feet in exceedingly great army. First assembly, I thank God because the breath of the Spirit over this past year, God's breath, God's life, the wind of the Spirit has been blowing amongst us. But I, I'm here to declare it's about to get windier. I'm here to declare the, the Holy, we are hungry for the Holy Spirit. Did you sense even in the worship today the hunger in the room, that the sense of, God, you're about to do anything. We need to come to church every week and we need to show up and say, God, I believe you're about to do something. I don't know what you're gonna do, but it's gonna be good. I want, I want you to get expectation in your heart. As we gather this fall, as we gather and we move into this next year, let's not just show up at church. Let's not just attend church. Let's be the church and let's expect the wind of the spirit to breathe fresh upon our lives. Let's come with hearts of expectation. Let's come with hearts that are ready to receive more of the Holy Spirit because he is the one who gives dreams. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And, and my young men, there are going to see visions. And my old people like me, we're going to dream dreams. Get ready to dream some more dreams. Everybody 50 plus in the room say, come on, I'm ready for some dreams. And everybody under 50 say, I'm ready to get some vision in me. I'm ready to get some vision. My vision is no longer just about how many Instagram followers I can get. My vision is about serving Jesus wholeheartedly with my whole heart and my whole life. I'm laying down my life for God. My vision is his vision. And my alignment is his alignment. And I'm telling you, there is nothing better than living in the sweet spot of the alignment of God. Saying, God, I am here. I am open. I am ready. Breathe on me, Holy Spirit. Breathe on me burn in me pour out on me oh god all those beautiful metaphors fire oil wind let's just everything breathe everything wow (sighs) fresh breath of the holy spirit father i pray even right now that i sense your presence and god we hunger for a fresh wind of the spirit a fresh wind of pentecost to rest upon your church First assembly, but on every Jesus-believing, Bible-preaching church in this city, we would see a revival, a restoration, a renewal. We're contending for a fresh breath of God. Come on, somebody say, that's, that's who we're gonna be, that's where we're going. You see, God does a miraculous resurrection, the Holy Spirit, he's the one that helps us dream, he's the one that moves us forward. And this speaks of God's faithfulness over this past year. And so we're gonna shift right now and say, okay, God, we thank you, because this word speaks of how God has been faithful, and this word speaks of how he will be faithful. But let's, let's pause and thank God for how he has called us and stirred us and brought us together and breathed on us in a fresh way. Even over this last year, we've seen 185 people make decisions for Christ. And these are the ones that we've been able to track. And there may be more. There may, but these are the ones that we've been able to help people move forward through our next steps. We've seen people baptized in water, 143 people over this last year, and we thank God for that. The people have made a decision to follow Jesus. And if you have not been baptized in water, if you have become a follower of Jesus, that is your next step of obedience in Christ. And today, if you're interested in that, we have baptism coming up in a few weeks, and you can go to Next Steps today and just say, I wanna get water baptized, and our host will be there to help you, get you connected, and give you information on that. We've seen 291 people come through Next Steps, and that's just people connecting to the church over this last year, so we thank God for that. We have seen church online attendance, and you know there's about 310 on average people that join us for our services on Sunday morning, uh, you know who are not in the room. So that's this room plus about 310 people. We love you, online audience. We love you. Thank you for joining us today. And so the message is getting out around the world. So we've been able to see that ministry grow and increase in its impact. There are people from countries around the world that are, are joining us. And then even the archive videos that stay on, some of them just are just growing in viewership. And so we're reaching people even as we sleep tonight. People will be hearing the gospel through the message of the kingdom, and uh, through the, the work of the online ministry of First Assembly. Okay. This is exciting. Derrick's Youth Center. 199 students have gone through this program, so we just want to give God praise for that. This ministry started just over a year ago, and we're so thankful. It's a youth outreach to people from all, all over the city, youth, and they're coming to hearing about the Lord and connecting, and we just have such a great team. To Hila Schools, we've seen 150 students go through our Tahila schools over this last year. That's our creative, our Tehillah uh, ministry school, our TYMS, and we're so thankful for that. Sunnyside Camp, we celebrated this a couple weeks ago, but we saw 1,296 participants, and that's campers and counselors and leaders, five camps, kids camp, junior high, senior high, young adult, we thank God for that. We've, and, and at that camp alone, 38 decisions for Christ, four, 54 water baptisms, and 70 rededication. So we say thank you, Lord, for what you did at Cam." Our First Assembly Cares ministry was birthed just over a year ago. We thank God for the food pantry giving away 1,300 food hampers. Actually, it was two years ago. It was in 2020. But we thank God for the 84 families that have been helped through counseling and benevolence and 1,300 food hampers going out into the city. And I got a note from somebody because the Spanish community uh, in our church, they went out and they, they did hampers on Saturday and somebody was absolutely moved to tears and so thankful. And they were like, I didn't know where I was gonna buy groceries. I didn't know what to do. I had nothing to buy groceries for my family. And then somebody from First Assembly showed up through FA Cares and they sent us a note and passed it along. And so we thank God for this ministry at this time. Amen. And then through FA Hope, there's 84 ham- families families, uh, families that have been helped. Through counseling, I already talked about that. All right, two albums. We did that. We celebrated that already, First Assembly. The church Will Rise, the Youth Album. Uh, and I would encourage you, you know, we sing the songs in church, but download these and share these with your friends and be blessed by them. They're, they're, they're to bless the body of Christ, and they're also written with a heart to see people come to know Christ. So share it freely. Also, uh, Kingdom Builders, we launched our magazine last, last spring, And between May and June, do you know, friends, that we doubled our giving goals? We doubled, we set out a goal, it's in the magazine, and we doubled it with you giving and sowing. And so we just wanna thank God for that. We thank God for the goals that have been doubled, helping us to do more in missions above and beyond even our commitments. We've been able to bless missions uh, through your faithfulness. And even after, you've continued to faithfully sow into the vision of missions and the vision of reaching people in our city. And we thank you for that. We have seen seven missions projects blessed through that, 10 missionaries or global workers that have been part of that. So thank you for your continued giving and sowing and praying as we are on, on mission here in Calgary and around the world. Our FA facilities, how many are thankful for our team? They've just been working hard over this last year. They've just made this building. Uh, It's just a home for us. You know, we spend a lot of time here. And so, uh, it's just a way to, to just witness and to say, you know what? We are, we are being revived from the inside out. See, what is happening is what God is doing in us is beginning to manifest in the natural. And so we're going to continue to see that great strides have been made. Imagine Church has been launched out officially as of August 1st. They were a satellite church. They meet at the Calgary Dream Center, which is a ministry of First Assembly. And so we just cheer on Pastor Craig and Stephanie and their team. And just as they move forward in the vision uh, of Imagine Church, they are a partner church. They are teed up and tied together with us in vision and mission. And we celebrate that today. And so as we look again, so we want to just say, let's just pause and just say, these are some of the things that we can thank God for over this last year. We say, thank you, Jesus. But the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. There is so much yet to be done. And as we look forward now, we're going to trust the Lord that as we speak his word, as we step out in faith, the harvest is plentiful and God is calling us to be laborers, to speak his word, to to see that to see us come together, to see us with a fresh breath of the Spirit moving amongst us. You see, Calgary in the natural is booming. It's a prosperous city. Even during downtimes and over the last number of years, economically, we've taken a beating, but this city continues to to grow and to thrive. But in many ways, it is a spiritual wasteland. There are still so many dry bones in this region people that need Jesus. They need the message of the gospel to awaken them, to make them come to life, to dream again. And God has called us to continue to be contenders for the harvest. God is calling us to walk among the valley. There are more dry bones that we need to continue to to pray for and contend for, believe for, maybe in our relationships, in our families, at our workplace. The harvest is plentiful. And we have a long-term vision to see the investment that God has given us. God has blessed us with getting closer to 100 years of history. Our church started in 1929, officially, They started gathering in 1927, a Bible study, but officially in 1929. And in 2029, First Assembly, we will be 100 years old. And several years ago, our leadership began to discern and pray and say, Lord, what is the vision you are calling us to for the future? And we just felt like God has been so faithful over this last hundred years. He's given us so much. We've seen missionaries sent around the world. We've seen properties purchased. We've seen churches planted. We've seen so many churches and ministries helped through this house and leaders sent out around the world. So God, if you've been faithful over this last hundred years, Lord willing and pending the return of Christ, if we have decades ahead, Lord, what could the next hundred years look like? You see, we feel a deep responsibility. God has given us much, first assembly. And to whom much has been given, much is required. And the parable of the talents, Jesus talks about the men that were given the talent, the landowner went away, they were given different talents, and some of them multiplied their talents, and God said, you're blessed. And the other, one servant hid his talent And the owner came back, the landowner said, if you would have at least put it in the bank, we would have at least seen some growth or investment. We don't want to be a church that just sits on the gifts and the blessing and the talent and the resources and the history and the legacy that God has given us. We feel like we should at least offer to the Lord that we are going to have faith. We're going to have faith together to at least double the impact, if not multiply it many times beyond. And so with that in mind, we are stepping forward in vision And we want to see God move us forward towards the south of our city. And in this vision, this is where we are headed. But let me give you where our vision is. Our vision is this, that we seek to impact Calgary and the world with the life transforming presence of Jesus. This is who we are. This is what we see. We want to see the gospel go forward. We want to see people encounter the presence of Jesus and be transformed by the Holy Spirit as the word of God is preached, as the gospel and the good news goes forward. Our mission, this is who we are called to be, and our mission is that we are a spirit-empowered community. Come on, we need the Holy Spirit, and we are loving all people to Jesus as that spirit-empowered community, and we are extending God's kingdom. By helping people every day, every week, become passionate and influential followers of Christ. And our Vision 100 then is sowing seeds into the future. This is what we are believing God for. We see in the future. Calgary, by 2041, is going to be 2.4 million people, according to the Calgary Herald. That's a lot of people. That's like, if the city's going to double, we got to at least double. Amen. And so we see a spirit-empowered city reaching church of at least 5,000 people, maybe 10,000 people, maybe 30,000 people, maybe 4,000 people, maybe two. We don't know who we're going to be, but we know we're going to be on mission. We know we're going to double our impact. And we're going to see more people come to Christ. We're going to see more people engaged in ministry, impacting Tens of thousands of people here in our city and around the world with the life transforming presence of Jesus. How many believe that God, as we look to the future, at least we can say, God, what you've given us, we're going to sow it in the ground as seed and we're going to ask you to water it. And as we take steps of faith, we're going to see this church move forward and we're going to see us move into our next season. Lord willing. By his grace, we're gonna be able to double our impact in Calgary and around the world. We thank God for the last 100 years and the impact and the influence that this church has had. But how many are with me that we can at least believe God to double the impact in the season ahead, getting ready for the next 100 years plus in Jesus' name. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready for your kids to thrive. Get ready for your grandkids to know Jesus. Get ready, get ready, get ready for your future. Get ready to see a move of God. One church, multiple locations. People say, Well, what about this building? Guess what? If you like coming here, we're staying, we're not moving. We're keeping that's why we've refreshed this building. We are positioned strategically in the middle of this city. And so we believe and we see a vision of one church, multiple locations. Our next move is to the south of our city. We are staying here and we are multiplying to the south. Everybody say "One one church, many locations. Our next move that the Lord has called us to is the south of our city, but we see, Lord willing, in the future, many other offshoots and plants and churches that will come through First Assembly. We have a vision for the south of the city and, Lord willing, other parts of the city and around the world that we will continue to be one church, multiple locations. Well, let me tell you about some of the miracles that have taken place. We have stepped out in faith and we've been looking for a few years now for the right piece of property And by the grace of God, just a few weeks ago, this congregation voted 100% to purchase 49.5 acres in the south of our city. And it's right there by Mahogany. And so we are going to, over the next number of years, we are going to make plans to to build. And part of that vision in this part of the city is we want to see uh, a Christian school. We're going to start with a school. Why? We need to raise up disciples. And this is going to be, I'm telling you right now, a Christian school. This is going to be a school where teachers are praying with their kids, where kids learn how to be disciples. They learn how to prophesy. They learn how to read their Bible. They learn how to, to live as salt and light in this world. And we are going to raise up a Christian school in the south of our city by the grace of God. And we are going to be somebody, uh, we are going to be positioned in a place and we are going to be that church that is there to meet the needs of our city and the families of our city. We're gonna see a school, we're gonna see seniors housing. How many people are getting older and are looking forward to that? I go to prepare a place for you. (laughs) Fear not, there are many condominiums (laughs) in our futures. Uh, But we believe that through the Christian school and through the seniors complex, these are both revenue generating and so they will help us to, with the carrying costs as we move forward because our commitment is we're not going to get into so much debt that we're going to lose our way. We're going to do things step by step. We're going to put goals together to raise funds. And when we raise a certain threshold, we're going to step forward in faith. Does that sound cool? We're not going to go upside down, but we're going to trust God. But it's going to take all of us stepping into this together. And we also see options for business and all kinds of great things in this self-property. Well, that's going to take us some time, but here's what's exciting We're gonna start building a self presence before we even move on to a self property. And here's how we're gonna do it. We have confirmed the availability of the Seton Cineplex starting in 2023. How many know where that is? Right on the road in Seton? And so we will be starting Sunday with one Sunday gathering, and we're gonna believe that God's gonna multiply it. And so if you live in the south of of the city, you'd be welcome to come. It's still gonna be First Assembly, I'm still gonna be the pastor. I'm still going to be preaching there. We're going to have live worship. We're going to have mostly live preaching, some video preaching, but mostly live. Because we are one church, many locations. And so we're going to take a step of faith, and we believe it just makes sense to trust God and to build a self-presence even before we begin to break ground on a self-property. So we're going to start that uh, starting in February, March, and then we're going to launch public and big Next Easter, 2023, it's gonna be awesome. And so if you are interested in that, we have a South meeting that is coming up. Uh, We're gonna have that as a general meeting as far as the big picture plan as well as the South campus and the theater campus. And so come on out and be a part of of that coming right up. This November, we're excited because here's the thing, friends. We need to to step forward and we need to trust God in faith uh, for provision. And here's the good news. God has been blessing, and we are in a strategic place financially to be able to purchase this property to move forward, but we we also have been blessed with a line of credit, but we would rather not go into debt and have to borrow to actually get this land. The good news is if we could raise $500,000 between now and the end of the year, that's going to put us into a position where we could go ahead and purchase the land, we'll be paid, we'll be debt-free, we'll be in a place that we don't have to borrow, and we can move forward and begin to move forward quickly in the vision. How many believe that God can enable us to do it as we all do something, as we move forward in faith? I believe it. So on November 27th, there's going to be a special Kingdom Builders miracle offering day that we're going to believe God to raise at least this amount, maybe more, because the more we raise the, the, the more we're able to do quicker the more we sow in and give, we're able to accelerate the vision as we step in by faith, some of you might be able to say, you know what, God just spoke me today, I want to sow today, we just thank you for that, if we have to, we can borrow, and, and we, can, we can make this vision work, but friends, I don't, I don't believe that I don't believe that we we need to do that. I believe that as we all do something, it's not about the amount, it's about, it's not equal amounts of giving, it's equal participation. It's all of us doing what the Lord speaks to us to do. So would you begin to pray about that? As part of that in November, we're gonna have a big celebration on that Sunday as well. We have a special worship leader that is coming uh, from Nigeria, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be Solomon Lang. Anybody ever heard of Solomon Lang? I think he's like the Darlene Czech of Nigeria. Wow. Something like that. And he's awesome. And I've, I've been blessed by his music, myself. And we're excited to have him here. And uh, he's here earlier uh, work, working with uh, the, the Jinka Project, which is also part of our Kingdom Builders focus this year. So, so that's going to be an overflow from that focus. And uh, we're going to celebrate together. And that's going to be the Sunday we're going to believe God for, uh, for that breakthrough and that miraculous offering on that day. And God is doing some amazing things, friends. And as we step out in faith, I believe that God's gonna provide. So can we prayerfully just go to the Lord even, even in these moments? And I believe the Lord might be just speaking. There's some people you can give, you can give largely, and that's awesome. There's other people where it's just, it's gonna be uh, maybe not a large amount, but it, for you, it will be a stretch. I think for all of us, we need to, whether it's now or in November that we can step out in faith. Part of our November Kingdom Builders vision will also be a gala that we're gonna be uh, hosting here at the church. And we did one focused on our global missions last year. This gala on November 24th is gonna be here at the church. It's gonna be focused on our local mission, our, our move to the South property. And so come on and be a part of that. Wouldn't that be amazing if we already had half a million dollars raised by the gala and the gala is just like, okay, let's raise another half. Let's trust God. And I believe, that as we all respond together, as we come together, see, when Ezekiel prophesied, he, he spoke the word of God. He, he called things that are not as though they are. This is what we're called to do as followers of Christ, to believe him. And then it said it came together, a rattling, bone to bone, came together. We gotta come together in this vision, amen? And as we step out in faith, there's gonna be a buzz. Look what God is doing. Look what he's doing in the, in the Church of Calgary. Look what he's doing in the Church of Canada. They're not dead like all the naysay prophets said they would be. They're coming alive. They're rising again. The Church is rising in this hour. And people are gonna start talking about it. And people are gonna come and they're gonna counter a fresh wind of the Spirit in their lives. Why? Because we wanna see people saved. Everything we are doing, it is not about buildings. It is not about properties. These things are all tools and vehicles to help us to fulfill our mission. It is not about anything else but souls. Do you know that a soul, a human soul, is the most valuable, valuable thing to the heart of God? And we get to partner together in reaching souls for Christ. You know, we were at staff meeting just the other day, and we were talking As a staff, we were saying, "Let's talk. Let's talk. Where are people coming to Christ and coming to faith in Christ?" And you know, it was exciting because as we were sharing stories, we were we were seeing how God was moving. And not only was God moving as far as people giving their lives to Christ, but there was power connected to those stories. There was like, man, that person just—it was like supernaturally something happened, and their heart just changed, and they just stepped into the kingdom. And and I listen. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Why? It is the power of God for the salvation of all who believe. And the good news of Jesus is simply this, that you could start again today. doesn't matter about your past. There's no hang up or or hindrance or failure in your past that will will keep you from your future. You will only keep yourself from your future. But in Christ, all things are made new. You're forgiven. You get a brand new start. You live for him. You live in his grace. You grow in his word. You learn how to partner with his Holy Spirit and you live the life that Jesus has called us to live. It says that the enemy came to steal and to kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. How many want to live that abundant life in Christ? How many want to just keep stepping in and believe that resurrection is possible no matter how dry the valley seems, no matter how dry those bones are, we just got to partner with God today. And we got to speak to those bones and say, hear the word of the Lord. And we got to trust that the Lord is going to put it together. He's going to breathe on us. Would you stand with me, please? I would invite you to stand. I want to lead us in a prayer today. And so let's 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 pray this way today. Let's pray together as a church congregation. I want to pray for us together, then I want to pray for you individually. So, Father, today we. Stand before you on this Vision Sunday. First, Lord, we're humbled and amazed that you've brought us to this incredible church. Like Pastor Hunter was saying earlier today in the prayer time, we're family before we're anything else. And we thank you for that sense of family. We thank you that we find ourselves in your presence with your people today. And what a beautiful thing that is. We can just be ourselves. We don't have to prove or strive. We can just be who we are. But in that place today, Lord, we ask you to breathe on the dry bones or those today who are discouraged and feel hopeless. I pray, Holy Spirit, now you would bring life, that you would breathe the Ruah of God, the breath of God, fresh, fresh upon every life, every situation. Lord, we lift up our loved ones, our friends that are stuck in the valley. And we just ask you, Holy Spirit, you do the heavy lifting. We'll love them. We'll pray for them. We'll lead by example. But Lord, at the end of the day, it's your breath. Can these bones live? God, only you know. But that's just enough faith. That's all I need. I'm going to trust you with it today, Lord. Lord, can this city live? Can our city experience a move of God? Can our nation be touched? What about those prophetic words from Young E. Cho and Billy Graham for Canada? Can can we see that in our day and in our time? Yes, we can. Renew the works, O God. Do it again. Renew them, Lord, in our day and in our time. We've heard of your fame, O God. We pray you'd pour out fresh upon us today your Holy Spirit. Lord, we just lift our lives to you, and I ask you, Lord, to seal it by your spirit, even the vision we submitted into your hands. Lord, this is not just a person's vision. This is not just a church board or a staff. Lord, this is, this is your vision that we are trying to pay attention to. We don't wanna stand before you one day and say, well, I didn't do anything with what you gave me. Lord, we wanna say we did everything we could to invest and to see multiplied what you have given us so that you could do the miracle and you could get all the glory. And so Lord, today we see it. We see a campus in the South. We see a school in the South. We see campuses and offshoots and church plants. Lord, in the next five, 10, 15 years, should you tarry, 20 years, we see... Lord your kingdom being established Lord a new strength will be coming to your church and not just first assembly but you would strengthen us to strengthen others Lord God that you would help us to continue to be that father that mother church that that helps and comes alongside and encourages people and raises up disciples and raises up leaders and, and sends them out into the harvest that we would see souls come to know you God that we would see a move of your spirit that we would see music and art and creativity just move and flow throughout the world oh God that you would grace us and give us not just the financial resources but people resources and some of you this morning don't sit on your gift the Lord would say don't sit on your gift and it's not just your financial gift it's your gift it's the gift of your life it's the gift of sowing it's the gift of laying down your life and saying I don't have it all together I'm just a valley of dry bones but God I believe you can breathe on me you can do something in me and I'm offering my life to you and some of you today God is saying give give your life to me today. Lay it down again. It's not just participating or attending. It's surrendering again. And so, Lord, as a church, we surrender. We lay down our families. We we lay down our plans. We lay down our finances. We lay down Lord, we just want to live for you because we found all the other ways. They just lead us to just more stuff and anxiety. And Lord, we just want to live simply and openly and faithfully before you and as we do God we ask you for miracles just to bust loose in our lives and in our church thank you Lord breathe on us Lord today any dry bones just let it let it be healing Lord today and I want to pray for one more group of people I don't want to leave this meeting today without praying for anyone here today who has not yet surrendered their life and made Jesus the leader, the Lord, the Savior of their lives. I'm gonna pray with you right now. And if that's your heart's desire today, I would invite you to pray this prayer with me from your heart. Just pray, and let's all pray together. Jesus, I come to you today. Lord, in myself, I'm hopeless. I'm dry. I need you to pour out your spirit upon me. I believe you died on the cross Thank you for forgiving me, for cleansing me from all my sin. Today, I put my trust in you. Come into my life, Jesus. I make you the Lord and the Savior of my life. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God our praise today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this message. We pray that you have received truth and have been encouraged. For more information about First Assembly, how to get connected, and to listen to our latest worship albums, please visit our website at www.fa.church.